everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. Well, today I want to talk about how do we learn Donna Lee? Should we learn Donna Lee? A complicated bebop tune. So yeah, let's dig into this. We're going to have, I, I want to give you like four ways to look at this tune. And what you can do from there is look at every other song through this lens of four ideas. And there's two very cool things I want to introduce to you. One is I'm going to be doing a series of online workshops for just 12 people. I want you to be one of those 12. An interactive workshop for 75 minutes once a week. So I'm going to tell you about that, but it's starting next Thursday. So I want to let you know about that. And also, many of you know we have the Jazzwire giveaway going on. Giving away a subscription to Jazzwire. I'll tell you more about that coming up. I would love for you to just simply send me an email, enter yourself in the contest. But let's get going with Donna Lee here. So yes, this is, you know, I remember as a, as a young player in high school, in college, and this just being, you know, one of those scary songs that everyone had to learn how to play. And Jaco Pastorius recorded it on his first album, and wow, the bass player playing Donna Lee. Um, so yeah, some time has gone by since then, but this is still one of those songs that has mystique, like uh, Giant Steps and some other songs like that. I tell you what, they're just songs. And even us adult amateurs, you folks that I love to talk to and work with and that I've built my teaching around, adult amateurs and semi-pros, this is approachable stuff for you. I know it's easy to put this off till next year or next decade or whatever, but we don't need to do that. So the song, Donna Lee. So I'm sure you have access to it in a real book or some sort of resource online. So get out your uh, PDF for Donna Lee. And I would love to send you uh, the PDF I have here, which breaks down some ideas. So the first thing is the melody. So yes, there are a million notes in this melody, but I tell you what, you know these 12 notes. You know how to play these notes. You just have to get them in the correct order. That's some brilliant advice right there. Okay, getting them in the correct order. Yes, so how do we do that? There's just so much going on. And here's how you do it. Now, this may seem very simple to some of us, but I've worked with thousands of adults in person and online, and this gets by a lot of people. Learn a piece at a time. To me, the idea of writing a novel is overwhelming. To write three or 400 pages, I, I, I wouldn't know where to start. Well, so the advice is write the first sentence and then write the second sentence. And before you know it, you have a paragraph. Before you know it, you have a chapter, right? So just a piece at a time. So when you're playing Donna Lee, don't play the whole song through. I mean, sure, you can do that for fun or to get a lay of the land, but when you start working on it, short bits. Learning a phrase at a time. So a good question is, what is a phrase, right? So that's something that I or a good mentor would be able to help you with. But most of us have a sense of what a sentence is, of what a phrase is. So that first descending line, play that thing 50 times in a row, getting it just right. Do it out of time. Then the next thing is put it in time and loop. Looping is one of the biggest practice tools you have. So this can be with some software. Yes, we could loop the iReal Pro app or Band in a Box or whatever, but just with your metronome. One, two, three, four. 
get it. I have done that so many times over the last 35 years with this tune. So getting the melody down, don't be overwhelmed by all the notes. Don't be overwhelmed by all the measures and everything like that, a bit at a time. And maybe it takes you two days to learn this song. Maybe it takes you two months. But guess what? In two months, you know how to play Donna Lee and you'd never learned it to this point. Okay, let's pause there for a second. I wanna to talk to you about the workshops I have coming up. Now, of course, what's happening in real time here, I'm not sure when you're watching this video, is it is late March, 2020, and the COVID virus is running rampant on earth, and I'm getting hundreds of emails from adults around the world whose gigs are canceled and jam sessions are canceled, their community bands are canceled, and they're, you know, yes, we can get information online, but as far as connecting with other musicians, actually playing back and forth, that's what we're gonna be doing. So there's four workshops coming up based on Digging Deeper videos, the four most popular ones. So Thursday, April 2nd, next Thursday, um, a workshop on enclosures. Thursday, April 9th, bebop scales. Uh, Thursday, April 16th, time, rhythm, and groove. How to develop each of those. Thursday, April 23rd, triad pairs. Now, these workshops are live, online, we can see each other, we're interacting, we're playing together. I get to hear you, not just this impersonal YouTube thing, I get to hear you, I get to offer you ideas in real time. Only 12 people per session. So yes, about 10,000 people see these videos a week, so 12. So maybe what to do is stop the video right now and send us an email to Digging Deeper Jazz to see if we can get you one of those 12 spots. If we have really good response, we will do this again next month. But um, yes, let us know, only 12 per. And we'll send you all the information. The tuition for these things is 35 bucks per workshop. So it's not gonna break the bank and I think that the interactiveness will be very valuable. If you wanna do all four, we'll price it at $120. So save a little money to do all four. So I'll run a little information on the screen here. The workshops will be recorded. So if you can't attend in real time, just register and we'll send you the audio and video recording. If you do attend in real time, you still get that after the fact. This will be a fantastic thing, so email us and let us know which workshop or all four workshops will send you a link to go uh, get registered and get ready to go. I really hope this uh, is a good fit for you and I'd love to work with you beginning on April 2nd. All right, back to Donna Lee. So one of the things that freak people out, I've talked already about this, is the tempo of the song. Well, none of us learn how to do anything in life full speed. The first time you got in a car and learned how to drive or a bicycle, you didn't go full speed. So tempo-wise, we start slow. So that's one of the biggest things. And here's the thing, I want you to focus on technique. I know Donnelly, I know how it goes. I can play it way above 300 if I need to. But when I pick up the electric bass, what slows me down, it's my technique and there's left hand and right hand technique on guitar and bass. So my basic technique of how do I create a note and release a note, that is what needs work. So what I'm suggesting is what's holding you back from playing Donnelly fast, is it finger wiggling? A little bit of finger wiggling, but there's much more. It's your air, it's your articulation, it's how much extra movement you may be using in your fingers. Each instrument has a different thing. So learn to play it slow. <laughs> 
Okay, so the next uh, aspect is articulation. Those of you that have been watching these videos know that I'm you know, pretty big on articulation, and that is how we swing is by adding great jazz articulation. On Jazzwire, we do a lot of talk on over-articulating, under-articulating. How do we get our feel just right with articulation? So this is a big thing for this tune. Here's, and it's a long, long study. And again, like the online workshops, I'd have to hear you play. We have to go back and forth, you know, in real time to get this right. Here's my biggest advice for articulation. Don't do it. <laughs> on Donna Lee, it's meant to be fast and fluid and flowing and all those sort of words. So um, articulation is going to get in your way. So for all of us, I want you to start with no articulation. I couldn't play that fast articulating anyway. It, it would be an impossibility. So almost every one of you out there is going to over-articulate, which is going to slow you down, which is going to confuse your technique, which is going to mess it up. So there it is. That's your lesson on articulation. And that's always my first lesson on articulation to anyone is stop articulating. Let me hear you play five notes in a row and connect them. Can you do that? And the answer for most people, including the university students I used to work with, is no. There's actually some technical stuff we need to get to before that. So that's the third item. We started with how to address the melody. Then we started with how do we address the tempo. Now we got to how do we address the articulation. So these are all just simply playing this melody as if it were an A2. All right, let's stop there. The Jazzwire giveaway. So Jazzwire is the subscription website that I run for hundreds of adults spread all around the world. And wow, it is popping now because again, with this damn virus going on, we can't leave our houses, some of us. We certainly can't interact with other musicians in a meaningful way in the real world. So Jazzwire is exploding right now. So I would love for you to join us and do good work on Jazzwire. We're running a contest. So all I need you to do is send in these five items. Send in your email address so we can get in contact with you, your name, uh, where you live in the world, just city and uh, country. And I want to know a little bit, just a little bit about what you're working on, what's challenging you, what you see is the next uh, thing on your horizon. And next week, I think it is, on Friday, April 3rd, I'm going to be announcing the winner. We're going to randomly draw a winner for this six-month subscription to Jazzwire. So I want to work with you. So enter the contest. I'll look forward to uh, having you send that in. Send it to diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. So now let's talk about soloing on Donna Lee. Um, and we imagine, wow, this song is so hard and it's so famous and it's so, you know, everybody knows we're supposed to be scared of it. Must be a hard tune to play on. No, these are incredibly uh, easy changes to play on relative to a lot of other songs. Yeah, these changes, not so hard, actually. So this song is actually built um, on the chord changes to an old, 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 old standard called Back Home Again in Indiana. So it's based on Indiana changes. Yeah, so um, they're really quite diatonic, really stay in the A-flat concert zone. We go to the four chord, we go to the relative minor, but it's pretty straight ahead. 
So if you've played any or much jazz at all, if you've improvised over Take the A Train, or if you've improvised over Softly as in a Morning Sunrise, or Blue Bossa, you have everything you need to know in this song. Let's look at the PDF. There are a handful of interesting things that go on here in this song that we see in many other songs. One of the first I highlighted was dominant two chords. So we see a dominant two chord in the third and fourth measure of this song. In the key that we're in, A flat major, the two chord is B flat. So yes, it's a two chord, but it's dominant. That's a little shift. Usually two chords are minor. So we're getting into some theory here. So what I'm suggesting is you need to know sort of how to handle a dominant two chord and recognize it when you see it. Great. The next element is dominant six chords. Well, that is the second measure of this song. And I've been working for the last three weeks on Jazzwire in the Red community. We've been working on a song that goes from the one to the six to the two to the five. Rhythm changes like the song has been Good Bait, the name of the song. And on that dominant six chord, I am coaching them to make sure they hit that third scale degree. So again, this is something to dig into. Um, a lot of people kind of fluff over that second chord in Donna Lee. I want you to be playing that A concert like Bird puts in the melody. That one note, if you learn one thing from this video, when you see a dominant six chord, play the third of that chord. So when you see that F7 in the second measure, what's the note you have to play? The answer is A. There you go. That's your price of admission right there. Okay, back to the sheet. Now it's just two fives. So the third item you see there is we have two measure two fives. So you can see that that is the second line of the song. A two five progression, B flat minor to E flat seven, and it takes two measures. Every jazz song has that in it. The next thing is one measure two fives. Well, that's the eighth measure of this song, a 2-5 progression that takes one measure to happen, E flat minor to A flat seven. They're both two fives, just one takes a longer period of time, one takes a shorter period of time. That is what jazz musicians trade in. This is the gig, if you're a jazz musician, learning some 2-5 material, some licks, some vocabulary, some devices, that's what I practice all day long. That's what I teach all day long, these two fives. And then the final thing is two fives in a minor key. So yeah, eight from the end of this song. That cool part of the melody, that's what's going on. So that's the, the minor two five part. So this is breaking it down, right? So your concerns about soloing over this tune or the harmony or it must be so hard, first of all, it's not. Every song you've played is getting you ready for this tune. And all the building blocks in this song are included in songs you've done before. So one of the biggest things I want to let you know is don't be scared of these scary songs. Many of them are appropriate for you right now. We just need to know how to approach them. And in the video today, we broke it down. Right? We talked about um, the melody of the tune, what to, what to do with the intricacy of it, the tempo, what to do with the speed of it, the articulation, which is a huge study, and what to do about that, and then the harmony. How do we address the harmony? 
And so the advice is always slow it down, break it down, slow it down, break it down. So yes, we were talking about Donna Lee here today, but does this apply to the song Anthropology or a Wes Montgomery tune or a Pat Metheny tune or on and on? And of course it does, right? So this is a fantastic template to learn any song. So I tell you what, I'm just going to play this thing a little bit for you on the way out. I hope you're doing well with wherever you are in the world with the virus. And as I said, I want to find ways to help musicians connect. If joining Jazzwire or if uh, joining us for some of these online workshops makes sense for you, please do that. If you know some musicians who are out there and feeling really isolated, uh, share this information with them. I'd love, for, uh, I'd love for them to see what we're doing together. Thanks a lot. Have a great week. Thank you.